This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 452 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And there's no better good neighbor than someone who makes that smile bright and flawless. We have Dr. Marianne Krieger, her company, Krieger Orthodontics. Dr. Krieger, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Well, thrilled to have you. And I, I know how difficult it is to find time to do this. So I, I know our listeners really appreciate you carving out a few minutes to have this conversation. So no, no problem at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's start with your company, Krieger Orthodontics. You guys are all over the place. Fill us in. What you doing? Yeah, I, I'm a board certified orthodontist. I've just always been passionate about creating smiles. I was a dentist and went back to school to continue my career um, to do orthodontics. And that includes braces and aligners and um, growth and development issues, sleep apnea, mm. just a lot of really cool um, aspects of dentistry that can improve someone's smile, someone's function, someone's confidence. And I love, love, love that I've got a hand in that. And that makes me so happy. Um, on a business standpoint, we have three locations. Um, so Marco Island, Bonita Springs, and um, Fort Myers, we just opened up right after COVID. So um, we're super excited to, to um, have a great reception there as well. So yeah, wow. And did you say sleep apnea? Yeah, sleep apnea. Um, you know, orthodontists take an x-ray called a cephalogram. Mm -hmm. So we can actually see someone's airway. And we're really a lot of times the first doctors to see that there are potential issues in that area. I mean, it's a 2D x-ray. So a follow-up would have to be made with a sleep doctor and possibly someone to take a 3D airway x-ray. But we do have a great baseline that can determine someone's propensity or tendency towards developing sleep apnea. And that could be as early as someone who's really young that uh -huh. has adenoids or has um, difficulty sleeping. And that can lead to uh, lack of energy, uh, weight mm -hmm. gain, um, ADHD, you know, all these things that are really associated with. And of course, as an adult develops with sleep apnea, it could lead to cardiac issues. So it's it's a really important disease and I'm definitely passionate about that. Wow, wow, I had no idea. Thanks for <laughs> <your message. laughs> Wow, how about your journey? You mentioned a little bit about, you know, you're going from dentistry and orth orthodontics and back to school and all that. That must've been quite a, uh, a ride. Um, I loved it. I always said that if I didn't like it, I would just change gears. And otherwise, mm -hmm. I said, okay, I'm going to do like the Nike commercial and just do it. Nice. Um, because all of it is daunting in terms of time. You know, you start to think, okay, I just did four years of college, and I just did four years of dental school. And yet another, my program was three years of orthodontics. So all of a sudden, you start to do the math. And you're like, Oh, my God, I'm going to be like, so old, <laughs> you know, when I finish. Right. And I still have to find a family life. And so all of these things are daunting. But I always said, if I didn't love it, I wouldn't do it. And I just never crossed that bridge. I've just been passionate about um, my career and, and being able to deliver such cool things to my patients. Wow. Yeah. And I, and I guess that, that could be awfully daunting when you look at the amount of schooling that, that you need to do and, and just completely overwhelming. But I guess you just... Like you said, you focus on the passion and you have faith that it all 
marks out, right? Yeah, and I'm originally from New York, and so making the move from New York and, um, you know, just hoping that it's the right decision in, in location and the right decision mm -hmm. by myself and um, all of these factors. And just, I've never looked back. I've just been very blessed with, with everything that's occurred. And, you know, you can only thank God about it. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grateful. Good for you. Yeah, How about when it comes to myths or myths, misconceptions in your world? What do you, what do you hear that you can maybe enlighten us with? Yeah, I think, you know, orthodontics, I, it's just one of those things, you know, if you have a toothache, you know, you have a toothache. I think if you've been staring at your crowded teeth for a long time, you're like, yeah, it's been crowded for so long. And, and my child is too young, or I'm too old. Um, or I can order online, you know, something or I can even I mean, God bless my dental friends, but even have my dentist do it. And I, you know, it's just one of those where you know, after dental school going for three years of additional training, it just makes you realize that when orthodontics goes great, it's awesome. But when it doesn't go so great, there's a lot of things that can go wrong, um, like TMJ symptoms and your bite never feeling settled and not getting the aesthetic result that you want. Um, so all of those factors can occur if we don't do it in the right time or if we don't do it with the right person in the right scenario. Um, I mean, those are major, major things. Uh, you know, I do a lot of, my training was in growth and development. So for the right situation, I do believe in early treatment. I don't believe that every child should have early treatment, but I love being able to expand the palate and being able to create a better airway. And so that's kind of like the big cherry on top of the pie and also creating room for adult teeth to come in so that we don't have to take out adult teeth. I mean, these are my philosophies. This is something that I would do for my own child, but I'm passionate about starting at the right age. You know, I don't really believe that all of the teeth need to be lost before a child goes to see an orthodontist. The American Association of Orthodontists recommends that a child be seen by an orthodontist by age seven. And why? Because there's teeth that are erupting at that point where you can see certain issues in terms of dental and skeletal development. A lot of times we don't do anything at that age, but we want to choose the right age to jump in and be proactive about the dental health of a child. Um, we don't necessarily want to wait till they're 14 and now psychosocially they've maybe been intimidated by their smile or not been able to acclimate to a social setting mm -hmm. because of a confidence issue. And maybe if we started two years younger at 12, they would, you know, maybe they would have adapted better because I know that in this society, the teenagers are not, nice uh sometimes yeah. and uh and it can be a mean society and so why why not be proactive in terms of them yeah. same thing for an adult you know an adult says oh my teeth have been crooked for years i don't need it i don't want to be the oldest patient in your practice and and the reality is if your bone is really good quality and you know periodontally everything is sound age truly doesn't matter um crowns don't matter root canals don't matter it's just a matter of the foundation that's holding on to the teeth and the will and the want to accomplish it in different modalities wow wow good stuff i i, I just it's funny you know when you talked about okay i mean that make, makes so much sense you know with kids and self-esteem and that age. And, and yeah, you know, you can so see how, you know, some kids, they just wouldn't smile, let alone talk, you know, it's, it's, 
it's funny. I was reading about a bio on uh, George Washington recently and talked about, I mean, we've all seen the pictures. He's never smiling, right? And I actually got <laughs> his poor dental health and, and the fact that his teeth were just so bad. He just, I mean, he was literally in pain. Oh, but, um, you know, that's, that's apparently why he never smiles in his portraits because he just didn't, he, he was self-conscious about his smile, right? Exactly. I mean, and there's an adult. Yeah, to see an yeah. adult like start dating after starting treatment or um, a child all of a sudden start to do selfies, right? And start, you know, yeah. posting on social media, which is good and bad, right? But the idea is that their their internal self has changed. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Boy, that's got to feel great. It does. It really yeah. does. It's super yeah. exciting that my little fingers can do that. That's so cool. <laughs> uh, so how about outside of the office what are you doing for fun well i've got three kiddos i've got twin boys who actually just turned seven um and they are they are uh they are just such boys that's all i gotta say and my girl is eight so I have three under eight and within 16 months apart. So they definitely keep me super duper busy, but they're such a great age where they really can have a conversation and they really understand what's happening. And they're so whiny, but they're great. Oh. <laughs> they're great. Um, and I also play tennis. Like that is definitely an outlet for me for, 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 for staying healthy and mental escape. And, um, and I have a super supportive husband who who likes to be physically fit as well. So it's kind of nice because I'll be like, hey, you go to the gym, I come back and I'm going to tennis or vice versa. And so we understand the need for for physical well-being and obviously spending time with the family. So Yeah, good for you guys. That is just so, so important. Again, why we're blessed here versus other parts of the country. One of the main reasons why we end up down here, you know, you just have that ability to be active 12 months out of the year. Amazing. Yeah. I, and again, coming from New York where, you know, I lived in the city and I love the city. I mean, it's, it's probably different today, but um, it was gloomy, you know, the, the skyscrapers blocked out a lot of sun and when it was hot, it was super hot. And when it was cold, it was super cold. And um, just having the awesome weather of Florida and just being able to do outdoor things pretty much every day is amazing. Yeah. Well, get this. All right. So for our listeners, we're, a few days from Memorial Day weekend, and, and Barbara and I were always checking the weather back in Pennsylvania, outside of Philly, and that's we still have family up there, and we don't make fun of them anymore with the bad weather. <laughs> it's, it's it's just not fair. But um, Memorial Day weekend, all right. So you suffer through winter and the gloom and the cold. Their Saturday high is at sixty-one degrees and rain. I mean, it's just not, it's just not right. It's not, it really isn't. And I think that's why we're seeing more and more people moving down. So. <laughs> uh, speaking of bad weather, let's talk about a hardship. You know, looking back in life, Marianne, a time that uh, comes to mind that you struggled and were challenged and all that, but you can now say, hey, I made it through. And because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Um, I think for me, my biggest hardship is probably, and a lot of people don't know this about me, but I figure this is a great avenue to share and to put it out there. But we struggled with infertility for six years. 
So, you know, here I am, you know, I'm a young doctor, Mm. Um, you know, every, every dot and T has been checked off. I think life is going to be perfect. You know, my husband's a doctor and we think, Hey, we can provide for a beautiful family. We've got it, you know, made financially, psychosocially, you know, we can do this. And then it just doesn't work. And to see myself, you know, who everyone knows pretty upper and pretty chipper to go through this, um, psychological mind spin, I'll just leave it at that, of of hoping to be pregnant, of hoping this time is it, and traveling all over the country and really just kind of using every money cent that we had to just try to have babies. Um, And so we're extremely blessed that Mm. it occurred, but it made me realize that, you know what, sometimes life isn't fair. And it's really what you do with it. I mean, I think I came to a point where part of me didn't want to give up, but part of me was starting to accept that it wasn't going to happen. Mm. And it was a challenge of balance. You know, how do you make that work where you think you can accomplish anything and here where it's your own body and you can't accomplish it. Um, So I feel that it made me stronger. I, I now am much more vocal about having this issue and hoping that if I can give any peace of mind to anyone who is going through it, because I think for a woman, especially somebody who's delayed having babies for their career has this guilt um, yet achievement uh, (laughs) complex, I guess, Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a really um, interesting experience. I would not wish it on anyone, but I am really just so blessed and so grateful and will forever be grateful to, again, my husband who's supported me through that journey because obviously could have, you know, swung the other way. And also to my babies who I just see and I just, it's hard to not forget the experience that you went through to just have one, you know, let alone three. So. Yeah, I can't imagine how just, I mean, <laughs> you're just alone. I, it's, uh, yeah. well, thank you for sharing that. And I know, yeah, that's the wonderful thing about, you know, sharing these stories. You know, we have listeners from all walks of life or uh, all walks of life. And, uh, you know, the, these stories provide inspiration, like you said, and can really, you know, it's amazing, right, how the universe works. And, and just when someone's at their wits end, they, they hear what you just shared with them and they go, okay, you know? Yeah, just stay yeah. positive and stay strong. Yeah. And, you know, it's a balancing act. So if anyone, you know, PM me on Facebook, I can <laughs> I can share the crazy experience. So. Yeah, well, thank you. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company? What would that be? Um, I think the most important part of what we hear today, and this is maybe for orthodontists across the board, but you know, the, the notion that maybe I can find it less expensive or, or I can do a do it yourself product or an online product. You know, I think the idea is that give the orthodontist a chance or give Craig orthodontics a chance, because I think you'll find that most doctors that are passionate about it and not concerned about the financial gain and just really want to make a difference in someone's life will make it work for you. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think if there isn't that personal touch or someone's name on the door, then maybe it's a different experience. And so I think financially to redo it would be more expensive. 
and to not treat orthodontically can be more expensive in terms of psychosocial and in terms of the destruction that sometimes we see in the mouth from just ignoring it. So I would say just give an orthodontist a chance. Um, don't assume that a dentist or a do-it-yourself or a smile direct or, you know, whatever it is can can do it on the cheap because a lot of times you'll find that if you say, hey, I only have this amount, something can be done that would be really satisfying and then have the orthodontist's experience to really make it as best as it can be for you. Yeah. That's great. Great. How about our listeners who want to learn more, want to get in touch? What's the best way for them to do so? So you can go to my website. It's bonitaortho.com. So B-O-N-I-T-A ortho, O-R-T-H-O dot com. Um, we are on Facebook at Krieger Orthodontics, and I think it's Marion Krieger DDSPA Orthodontics or something like that. Um, and the phone number is 239-947-1235. 239-947-1235. I'd love to help you guys with a complimentary consult. We accept most insurance. But more importantly, I'd love to meet you guys to make a difference. Oh, awesome. Marion, you're an absolute delight. We can just feel your passion uh, with your words. And uh, we're blessed to have you in the community. So I, I know listeners are going to be reaching out and uh, uh, paying you a visit. So we wish you, wish you the best there. Thank you so much for having me. I really had a great time and I love what you're doing. So thank you again. And I support you any way I can. So. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.